Hello, my name is Jeff Hall, and in this podcast, we're going to explore what it's like, what it takes to become and stay dangerous. I'm going to blend science and spirituality on a quest of becoming the best version of yourself, following in your own footsteps, becoming who you really want to be. Well, I become who I want to be. It's going to be a fun ride. So mount up and come go with me. So I've got some good news for some of you. When I say mount up and come go with me, I don't mean that you have to run because I got to tell you this. I am not a runner. I've never been a runner. And if you listen to my podcast at all, you'll know that that I'm working on getting fit and healthy. And it's a long journey. I, I really like that stuff that they pass off as food, <laughs> right? And I say pass off as food because let's be real honest, some of the stuff that I like, some of the stuff that I think tastes really good, it's like one molecule off of plastic, <laughs> okay? It's, there, there's no redeeming value in it at all, but it does taste good, some of it. I, I've stuck with it, though, and I've, I've lost over 120 pounds, which is nearly a, a whole nother person, right? Some of you probably weigh less than, than that. Um, but I, I could tell you unequivocally that I did not do it jogging every day, running. I, I, that's, I've never been a runner, not once. Um, even in the military, right? Like, we would do a PT test. And um, for those of you who don't know, uh, back in the day, and I think it's changed now. I think they've done some different things with the PT test. But back in the day, uh, when us old guys were in, and um, there were there were three parts to the PT test. We'd have to do a certain number of push-ups within time, a certain number of sit-ups, and then we'd run. And I could, I got to the point where I could literally, I could score 100% on the push-ups. I could score 100% on the sit-ups, and um, I was feeling really good about that. And then we would come to the run. And there were times that you had to score a 60, a 60 percentile in, in, in each of the categories. And there were times like I would pass with like a 261, <laughs> a 262, something like that, um, which was it was actually still a fairly decent score because uh, most of the people wouldn't wouldn't max their push ups and sit ups. But so I wasn't necessarily unhealthy, but I was never a runner. Um and, and, and so when I say this, I, I want you to understand the, the, the gravity of it. I feel like I'm running every day now, right? Like, because it feels like life is moving so fast. It, it, it feels like I'm just running to keep up. And, and of course, I'm speaking more metaphorically than, than, than physically, because um, even as I lose weight and, and I'm about at the best shape I've been in 25 years, which is not saying anything. I, I still have a ways to go. Don't misunderstand me. But you should understand that when I say that I'm running every day to keep up, um, it's not something that I find enjoyable. Uh, and, and to be fair, my, my parents even tried to warn me uh, when, when I was younger. And, and I remember this one time in particular where I was, I think we must have been at a funeral or something. I had a couple of Matchbox cars with me. I can even remember the Matchbox car. It was one of my favorites. It was blue, and, and that's like I can go down these rabbit holes, right? But I can remember the story, and I, I, I was there, and, and um, my parents, it, it was, it was, it must have been 
awake or something. And I was, I was probably whining, you know, when can we go? I'm so bored. All the things And my parents looked at me and they, they're like, man, you know, enjoy this while you can, because as you get older, time just moves much faster. You're, you know, and, and I'm sure they were, they were struggling to, to fit everything in, right? Like they're trying to figure out how to, to get the, 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 the wake in or whatever it was, they're trying to figure out how to, to fit all that into their schedule. And, and here I am, I'm whining and complaining. Um, and, and so I know it's speeding up, but I think we're in a, I think we're in a, in a territory that, that, that they never even imagined, right? Because technology makes everything so fast today. Uh, just last night, I, I heard a word, um, and, and we were talking, and, and I didn't quite understand its meaning, and I didn't know how it was spelled, and I didn't know if it started with a C or a K, and and so you know, I just asked Siri, and within a, like three seconds, I had the answer. I had I had the definition. I had how it was spelled, and man, that's cool, right? And and it's not. It's not. It's 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 cool, and it's not because when when I heard a word as a kid that I didn't understand, it was it was it was a process, right? So I would try and find a pencil and paper, and I'd write it down, and I'd probably misspell it. So then when I got home, I'd have to find a dictionary because most of the time it was probably me who left it in the wrong spot, but it, it wasn't where it was supposed to be, and I'd have to look for it, and. And I have to remember where I put the paper in my pocket. It was probably wadded up and I I'd get it out and, and okay, that's the word. What does it mean? I'd look it up and I'd have it misspelled and I had to figure out the spelling. And it was a whole process. I, by the time I finally got the word, I remembered the word, right? Like, because, because of the process, like the, the word the other night, if it hadn't been last night, I don't know that if I would remember what the word was even. Right. So it's nice that technology makes everything instantaneous, but we get this mode of instant gratification and and, and that instant gratification it can be fun. Right. Like it, it, I liked knowing what the word was instantly. Um, but at the same time, it can be it can be it can be terrible. And what I'm getting to is is a friend of mine Wednesday night reached out and, and said that somebody he had served with had made the decision to take their own life. And, you know, I could feel the hole in his heart when he was talking about his friend. I, I could feel it. And I can only imagine what the, the person's family's going through. And, and, you know, I felt it a little bit, right? Because they were another veteran and, and I work with veterans and, and that's my tribe. And, and you guys know that. And, and we're all brothers and sisters in that. We've all gone through some some of the same crap together. Whether it was just holding me as I threw up after the PT test or, or the guys I went to combat with, right? It, we've all gone through some stuff together. And, and so it feels like family. And it really made me think about the night before the, Tuesday night. Um, so Wednesday night, I found out about this this person who took their own life. And um, on Tuesday night, I I was at a concert and I and it was a great show. Right, like it was a Tuesday night. It was a rainy Tuesday night, and the rain the rain stopped. I thought I was going to get wet. I didn't. It, and it, it all worked out. I got under the pavilion and and um, actually got a closer seat. Had really good seats. 
And, uh, but, but it, as, as it got to about 1030 and it had a couple of openers, uh, a couple of openers that I'd never heard of before. They, they really put on a good show. I'm, I'm going to be a fan of, of probably both those, those groups now. And, and, um, and, uh, and, and I'll, I'll tell you, the, the group was Shine Down, and they put on a fantastic show. And uh, Shine Down is their music has really meant something to me over over a time period, and and um, and I, it's really resonated with me. And I, I love their music, so it was great to, to to see them in concert. And they put on a great show, and and I knew, and then the pyrotechnics were, were were good, and the light show was amazing. And um, you know, it, it looked they had a piano. That comes in. now. I'm talking. You had to go into the show, right? They had a piano that was lighted, that was lowered. Um, anyway, it was a great show. And um, as we got to 10:30, 10:40, people started leaving, like in, in mass, right? Like because they knew the show was about over. And 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 I'm man, I just wanted to stop these people and go, "What the heck are you doing? You came out on a rainy Tuesday night." You didn't know if you were going to stay dry or not. You came out and you watched this show. And you and I both know that the encore is going to be off the hook. They not played a couple of songs that I wanted to hear. And, and you know, they do that in the encore. And um, the, the encore is off the hook. A lot, of, a lot more pyrotechnics. I thought the stage was on fire at one point. Um, they, they actually brought out one of the opening acts and to sing a song with them. The, the energy of the crowd was amazing. We were all singing together at one point. Uh, and, and it was just, it was off the hook, right? And, and there were so many people that bought a ticket, came out on a Tuesday and they missed the encore. And it got me to thinking, and, and, and I just, I, I, as they were leaving, they were, some of them were walking by me in my row and I'm like, man, aren't you going to stay? This is. The best part is coming up. Why are you leaving now? I just, ah, right? I, you know, the best, one of the best hockey games I ever saw. I, I remember the same feeling. The best, it, it was Phoenix Coyotes. Um, it was February 8th, 2002. I had to look it up. Um, they're, they're playing the LA Kings. And at half, halfway through the game, 30 minutes into the game, I think, it's like four to nothing, Kings. And they're just getting killed, right? Like nothing's working. Um, the goaltending was awful for the Coyotes. And then a lot of people left, right? Like especially at the end of the, the second period, right? Like by the time the third period, I once again, I moved down. I'm closer. I'm closer to the glass. And I'm there. And, um, you know, they started coming back in the second period. But people were just fed up. They they. They thought it was impossible. The win wasn't going to happen, and they left. They went home, and it happens to be one of the best games. The Phoenix Coyotes came back from a four-goal deficit, and they they won six to five in overtime, and it was an amazing game. And there's a whole lot of people that had tickets to that game that didn't see it. Maybe they heard it on the radio on the way home, and 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 you know, I'm sure they were kicking themselves. And I got to thinking about my friend, my friend's friend who took his own life. And I'm thinking, man, I don't get it. And then I realized I do because there were times in my life and maybe in your life that, that you were down, you were down and out and you kind of do get it right. Like I get, I don't, I don't, I don't want to fight the traffic at, when the concert's over either. Right. Like nobody wants to do that. Um, 
but it's way better than the alternative. It's way better than missing the encore. And, you know, I'm thinking about the guy who took his own life and, and I'm thinking way too many veterans do that. And, and I gave a speech the previous Sunday, this last week, this last weekend, I gave a speech and I, and, and I put it in the podcast and, and it was about, you know, when you're down and out and, and when, when you think, when you think that all hope is lost, when you think it's impossible, that's when the miracles happen. That's, that's really where the magic is. And, and I look back in my own life and there were times that I thought about it, right? I thought about checking out early. I, I thought about leaving the game early and, and, and I'm grateful that somebody was there for me. And, and I just, I want to be the guy that's there. I want to be the guy, if that's, if that's you, if that's any part of you right now, just know that the encore is going to be amazing, right? Like I'm at the lowest weight I've been in 25 years. I mean, I'm physically fit. Tonight, I'm giving a speech. I'm giving a speech tonight. I've got my tux. Man, I'm going to look good. I clean up, right? Like I'm, I'm, all, I'm going to be all gussied up. I'm going to show up. I'm going to have an amazing meal. I'm going to get to speak in front of, I don't know, a couple hundred people. I would have missed all the magic. I've got two beautiful daughters. I would have missed that. Right? Like I would have. And I know that if you're like I am, it may feel, it may feel like you're running. Right? Like you're running so fast. You can't keep up. And, you know, I, I love, I love the quote from, uh, from Ferris Bueller. My life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. I love that because it's so true. Right. And, and for me, like we were all at that concert to just kind of stop and smell the roses for a little bit. It was a Tuesday night. We could have been a bunch of different places. We, we could have chose to do a whole bunch of things, but we were there and, and we were enjoying it. And so if life seems to be going way too fast, all I can tell you is, is it's a choice, right? You get to choose. I love, um, I love Victor Frankl, right? In the concentration camp. And, and he says that, you know, uh, our greatest human freedom is that despite whatever our physical situation is in life, we are always free to choose our thoughts. And you can choose to think about all the negative stuff. You can choose to think that you might want to miss the encore. And I hope you don't. And if you're listening to this, you, you better not do it before you call me. Right? Because I'm going to tell you how sweet the victory is. Right? Like the best stories. I, I was having a bad day the other day. Things were not going my way. Right? Like I, I wasn't. I was frustrated. And I was just. Ugh. Right, you know how that feeling. You're like, oh, this just, oh, this. And I've got somebody in my life that she bent down and whispered in my ear, and she said, "That just makes the story better." Right, the victory's better. That comeback is better when you're down four goals and you come back to win the game six to five that makes for a better story 
we don't we don't watch the movies about the guy where everything worked out just the way he wanted the first time. He got the loan, he got the truck, he got the girl. I mean, we don't write country songs about it. We don't write, I'm thinking about the truck, right? We don't write country songs like that. We don't Man, the encore is worth everything. And you know, I, I suppose I'm thinking about this because I'm, I'm I'm going to a charity night. It's, it's a charity event, and and I've got some of this in my speech for tonight. And I tell a little bit more of my own story, and I'm not going to do that on here. And, and um, but it's it's an amazing, amazing thing when you realize that not only now do I get the magic in my life, but I, I can bring that to other people. I can share that with other people, and that's really really, really what I want to leave you with, right? And and, and, and it's how I'm going to leave leave my, my speech tonight. And I just, I want you to know if you're listening to this, you're part of my tribe, right? You're part of my family. And I'm here to help. And I know you are too. Um, so I just, I, I get this visual that I, I just... Love, just open your heart and let the love out of your heart. Let the people around you feel it. And 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 let them know that you want to see their encore. And because I want to see your encore. Don't quit. Don't don't worry about the traffic. Because I promise you there's always going to be traffic. Right? Whether it's whether it's the the hockey game or the there's always going to be traffic. Right. So don't leave before the encore. Don't leave before your encore because it's going to be amazing. Right. Your comeback victory is going to make a better story. It's going to make for a great story. And when you realize that and you can put a smile on your face and go, wow, this kind of sucks. And I, I think that's where the military, right, like they, they teach you embrace the suck. Right. Because. In embracing, the, I hate that phrase. I really do. So I, I can't believe I'm, I'm, I'm ending with it. But when you embrace that suck, it's, it's because you embrace it because you know there's something great on the other side. You know the encore is great. The story's better because you're going to be victorious. And I want to see your victory. I want to see your encore. And so when you keep that in mind, it helps you to always stay dangerous. Love you, my friends. Stay dangerous.